What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Janae B., and you are listening to In the Wilderness, the podcast, a podcast about healing, growing, and unlocking your potential. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe, leave us a rating, and if you're feeling really generous, go ahead and leave a review. If you haven't already, follow me on Instagram at In the Wilderness Podcast. That way you can keep up with all important information and release dates. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Let's go ahead and jump right into this episode. Hey guys, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So excited that you guys are here tuning in. How are you? How was your Easter? How is everything going for you guys? Um, I'm so grateful um, in this season. Um, I have, feel like I have so much to like just spill to you guys, but I'm trying to like decide if I want to say it now or if I want to wait until let's talk about it. But um. I'm releasing this episode on Monday because Easter Sunday, Resurrection Sunday, um, I didn't want to release an episode on that day, but um, definitely um, want to get the content out as close to that day as possible. So it'll be um, released on Monday and that's fine. Um, so first of all, let me tell you guys the revelation that I've had. So as I was trying to figure out like, God, why did you want me to... Um, why now did you want me to begin to talk about my salvation story? Because in the beginning of the season, I wasn't led to talk about salvation or I wasn't led to share my testimony. I was led to share freedom. And I kind of feel like God, because God is at the forefront of this podcast and I pray and I ask, what should I, what, what am I talking about next? So my ideas, everything, it doesn't come from me. And I always say that. And this is just, it's just more confirmation that I know it's not coming from me. I feel like in the midst of everything that's going on, it's so important for me to share my story with whomever may be listening and whom, whoever may feel like, uh, they are experiencing like this tug of needing a sense of a new reality or just wanting their life to be different. My story can help you and to, can help you like help you just want to change, help you um, want to want to give it a shot. It takes one encounter. All it takes is for you to experience God one time, y'all. Some of us are in need of him. Well, all of us, <laughs> we all need God. Like we, we all are in need. But if you're like feeling desperate, desperation is good. Humiliation is good. Low self-esteem, like feeling lonely, all of that. That's okay. Good. Now, this is what you need to do. Um, so yeah, just sharing my stories because if you've known me before, maybe just even let's say two or three years ago and who I was, you guys, I am this city chick from Baltimore City. I've been living in West Baltimore my entire life. Um, I grew up with great, my great grand, my great grandfather. He's a sailor, meaning he has a foul mouth, um, that carried on and that carried on. So my language was never the best. (laughs) Um, I went to college. I experienced drinking and turning up and partying and all of that other fun stuff or stuff that we call fun. Like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been there. I've done that, but that's just not my life anymore. And I'm not here to tell you to completely change your life. But if you are wanting a firm, strong, trustworthy 
relationship with God, then some things you're going to have to let go. Um, so a few things that I would like to share. Um, I am one year celibate. Yay. Clap it up for that because that is great. Um, and that has been nothing short of amazing. I've really been in tune with not in with like not intimacy with the flesh, but having an intimate relationship with Father God, like just having that intimate relationship with him is more of what I've been craving and more of what I've been wanting versus having an intimate relationship with the with the flesh. And there's so many um, I have expectations. I have standards. I have boundaries. All of that have been put into place just from God showing me um the value of myself. I've never had that father figure to share a sense of value and tell me how worthy I was. So um, I'm not, that's not to blame, but I never had that, that male guidance that's needed. Like sons need their fathers, sons need their mothers, daughters, they need their fathers and they also need their mothers. And it's just for various reasons. So um, yeah, once I begin my relationship with Christ, I've growing that relationship, I, I definitely put there, there's definitely, I'm sorry, like if you knew me before or I'm just not the same person, I've been made new. Um, Today, I want to share a story about the last time I had a major drinking experience. So it, it actually happened um, not too long ago, October of 2019. Um, my best friend and I, we decided, yeah, they're having a, it was a block party um, downtown, our favorite spots. It was like, it was fun at the time. It was fun. I mean, drinks and music and good laughter and hey you know and as the night go on knowing the bartenders that just made our situation that much worse <laughs> I mean free drinks and just one after the one after the other and so by this point I am I am honestly, I am, I'm drunk. Like I'm not in at, at first I didn't realize how drunk I was until later on in the night when my best friend and I, we actually got into an argument. And when we got into an arc, we, we never got into like a, an argument like this before, you know, best friends, you guys argue or you disagree, but this was something that just was unacceptable on my end. Um, and I honestly, I, I've, I've, I've taken full responsibility of what happened because I don't, I don't remember. So I don't, she, she, she's remembering of it and I, I don't remember, I don't remember much. And so that's number one. So we get into the argument and I ended up taking an Uber home and on my way out of her car, um, I went to shut the door and in an attempt to shut the door, the door slashed my face right by my ear. So I actually have a um, keloid right on my face now on the right side, right by my ear. And um, I didn't feel it at first. I just saw blood and I said, I'm bleeding. I'm bleeding. Like, what the heck? I am crying. I am like just feeling upset. Uber charged my car like three times because I missed my ride. It was raining. So I finally get in the Uber home and I needed to share this with someone who was understanding uh, and who could 
um, just really understand what it was that I was going through. So I called my friend Darian. Shout out to Darian. He just had a birthday. I can't wait to have him on my show. He has some great things coming. Happy belated birthday to you. Um, and yeah, so I called my friend Darian and I'm just crying like, I can't believe this. Da, 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 da. Like I am miserable. And at that moment, I'm like praying like, God, please. Please remove this feeling from me, God. I don't want to. It was I don't I don't want to do this again. I don't want to feel like this again. It was like I felt God's anger. I felt God's disappointment. I felt his frustration to me and how I just let the enemy in so easily because I fell into my worldly desires, my worldly cravings, what society or what the public or what the media says is fun. You only live once. Turn up this, that, and the third. I felt that. I felt like I betrayed him. I cried and I cried and we prayed and I cried until I couldn't cry anymore. It was probably the worst experience that I had, but it was so necessary. I did not drink anymore. I did not. I don't smoke any type of hookah. I don't do any of that anymore. It's just that my ball game because I've committed. It took it took me that one experience it, the month, a few months prior, feeling God just lifting weights off of me and feeling a sense of peace to a few months later down the line, feeling his anger towards me, feeling his disappointment towards me. I didn't like that feeling. I didn't want, I knew that I served some sort of purpose. And if I'm going to serve some sort of purpose, I have to be that person. I don't, I can't live a double, a a double standard life, a two-sided life. I can't do that. I am all in and all for God. And that when you are ready to be all in and when you're all for God, you have to stray away from the things that we desire. Did I have to go through, oh, now you're too holy to drink? Yes, I had to go through that. Now you're too holy. You can't go to house parties. Yes, I had to go through that. Now you're too holy. Oh, you can't come turn up. Yes, I had to go through that. Oh, now you're too holy. You can't say um curse words or you can't. Yes, I had to go through that. I had to go through that. But when you're locked in to God's word, and when it's fe- when when God's word is what's filling you up, what's bringing you your peace, what's fueling you, what is what is guiding you, then all of those things they don't matter. What people are saying, they're gonna ac- accept you. Everyone who said something like that to me, they're now proud of me. Janae, I'm so proud of you. Wow, Janae, you're really growing. Wow, Janae, you've really changed. Yes, I did. Thank you. So what people are saying at that moment, we can't fall for it. Hey, just have one drink. No, I'm okay. Discipline yourself. Put some barriers there for yourself. Um, so it's a couple of words that I want to go through. Um, and it'll be faith, conviction, trust, and sacrifice. So for starters, faith is 
confidence or strong belief in the supernatural power that controls human destiny. Trust, firm belief in it, in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. Sacrifice, give ups to give up something that you want to keep. Conviction, an unshakable belief in something without need of for proof or evidence. And I got this idea because on my connect group, we are topic or focus for um, Thursday. If you guys want to join my connect group or if you want to have a visit, worship with ladies who are going after God, definitely feel free to reach out to me. It's virtual now. So it's something as simple as me sending you the Zoom link. Um, but yeah, so we were talking about faith and one of the young ladies said before I could answer or give an experience of my faith, I really need to understand what faith is because I'm not sure if I have a, that level of faith. And that was so bold of her. That was so brave of her. That was so like she, she's, she's aware that I, I, I know what faith is about, but I really need to understand what faith is for me to say whether or not I've had that experience because I don't think that I've had that. And that's somewhere where I will want to be. So I'm going to start off defining it. What are some synonyms for it? And I just thought that it was brilliant. Yeah, definitely. Because having faith is more than just me telling you or word of mouth. It's something that you have to build. It's something that doesn't come overnight. You you have to have your own encounter. I can share my stories and motivate motivate you to want to go after God, but only you and God will have you guys' experience together. I had to build trust in God. You have to build trust just like when you're in a relationship. If you're you're going into a, any type of relationship, friendships, um partnerships, you have to build business. You have to build some type of relationship in order to trust your partner, trust your friend, trust your significant other, truck trust that business partner because you guys are going to be sharing things and you guys are going to want to be able to trust them with money, trust them with uh, your secrets or whatever it may be. And that's the same way with God. God, I, I trust you with my life. When you're fully committing, you have to trust God with everything in you, everything, you, everything God is before everything that you do, every relationship, every career, every business idea, every single thing. But that comes with building a relationship. So I'm going to go ahead and read some scriptures. Um, let me pull up the scriptures that I'm going to read. Give me just a second. Mm -mm -mm. I'm going to be so mad if I can't. Okay, so first we're going to start off with Proverbs since we're talking about um, trust. And I've been reading the book of Proverbs that has been showing up a lot. So I've been reading that. Um, and uh, the first thing that I have highlighted is Proverbs 3 verses 1 through 7. I don't know which translation I was reading, but I'm going to go ahead and read from the New Living because that's what I always do. And the title of this chapter is um, or this um, Proverbs 3 is trust in the Lord. 
And it starts off like this. My child, never forget the things that I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them down with deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. So that actually went down to verse eight. Then I'm going to jump down to verse 11. So this may not be the one that I was reading because I don't have it highlighted. So I'm going to go to the contemporary English version. Yes. Verse 11 says um, 11 through 12. My child, don't turn away or become bitter when the Lord corrects you. The Lord corrects everyone he loves just as parents correct a child dearly. And then we're going to scroll down verse 17 through 18. Wisdom makes life pleasant and leads us safely along. Wisdom is a giving life-giving tree, the source of happiness for all who hold on to her. This is so important. So important because... We can say, trust God, trust God, trust God, trust God's timing. But in the back of our heads, we don't really trust God. God, I don't, I don't like you're doubting everything that he has set up for you. So you have to build that relationship with him. Allow him to reveal himself to you. Allow him to just show you a little bit of what it is that he can do for you. And if you think that little bit is something, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed. If you don't know how big a mercy seed is, Google it. I'm pretty sure you can find out. All you need is faith the size of a mustard seed in God. The little things that he does for you, he can, he, he has so much more planned for us. Bigger than our own understanding. Bigger than our own understanding. I also have Ephesians 4, 22 verse 24 um, listed. And so let's go ahead and jump over to that and see what that says for 24. And I'm pretty sure this will be in the New Living Translation. Um, 22. Okay, so we're going to actually start at 21. And it says, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupt by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth for we all are parts of the same body. Don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry for anger gives a foothold to the devil. 
God sacrificed his only son so that our sins could be forgiven. So that when Jesus said it is finished and he took his last breath, sin was forgiven. Guilt, shame, all of that, everything was finished. Not just his death. It wasn't the end for that. God had something. What what was what looked so bad, what looked so 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 foul turned out to be something so much better, so much better for us. We are able to go to God and say, God, please forgive me. We are able to go and say, please renew my spirit, renew me. We can go and ask for that and he will, but you have to be committed. That has to be something that you truly want to experience and that you truly want to do. You have to be ready and prepared for this. I'm going to go ahead and read um, from Ezekiel 36. Let me go there. Ezekiel 36. And it is verse 25 through 27 that I'll be reading. And it goes like, Then I will sprinkle clean water on you and you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away and you will no longer worship idols. I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. God wants to cleanse us. He wants to make us new again. He wants us to surrender to him and go to him and understand that he is our, he is our Lord. He is our savior. He is our provider, provider of peace, provider of his grace, everything. When you start to really just read the word, if you, I'm I'm just asking, go ahead and read the word. It's truth. The truth is in the word. Meditate on that. Put that in your heart. Renew your mind. Renew your heart. Renew your spirit. Discover who God created you to be. But I also want to let you guys know that on this journey, you are going to come across some bumps and bruises. Everything is not, it's not going to be an easy journey. It's not going to be an easy journey. Matthew 17, um, I believe it's verse 14. Yes, it says, but the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult. And only a few ever find it. I just want to read you guys the message version of this. It says, don't, and this is 13 through 14 in the message version. Don't look for shortcuts to God. The market is flooded with surefire, easygoing formulas for a successful life that can be practiced in your spare time. Don't fall for that stuff. Even though crowds of people do, the way to life to God is vigorous and requires total attention. You guys, when I tell you I brought an astrology Bible, I bought crystals, I bought my sage, I had everything. I was meditating. I was aligning myself with full moons in the universe and this, that, and a third. It made me miserable. Miserable. I found so many excuses 
for the reason why I acted a certain way, the reason why I had specific feelings, because the full moon says this. this oh, yeah, that's why I'm feeling that. This full moon, oh, goodness. I, some days I would wake up, that full moon was powerful. I'm feeling refreshed. That was just my experience. This is nothing to go to eat. But listen, if you want to be on this journey is not an easy journey and you, you can't we can't fall for the worldly things. We have to stay focused and tuned into the source. God is the source. He is that power source that we need. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is within us. We can't activate that on our own. We can't do this on our own. We can't survive off of our own wisdom. We can't have pure peace and joy off of our own wisdom. We weren't created that way. It took a lot. It took a lot of self-discipline and really hunger for more of God to get to the place where I am now. And I still feel like I'm immature. I still feel like I'm an amateur. I still feel like I, I, I just have so much further to go with this. And that excites me to know that my love is going to grow and grow and grow. And God is going to blow my mind. There are times and situations where I feel afraid and I go to God and I let him know, God, I'm scared. But I trust you. But I definitely want to let you know that I'm scared. There were things where I had to give up. God, I give it to you. I did. I didn't want to let go. But I let go. I said, God, I give it to you. I surrender. I'm scared. I don't want to let this go. But I know that all things work together for good. And that what I understand and what you understand, oh Lord, are two different things. Two different types of understanding. So, yeah, um, definitely that is um, it for this episode. Um, Definitely, it's a battle of fighting the flesh and wanting to feel like you fit in. But when God says, welcome to the table, welcome home, you're a part of the family, that that feeling is so much more better. It is so much better than what society wants us to to fit in for what society how society wants us to drive or what society says that we should do praying for you guys again if you have any prayer requests feel free to send them to me i love you all thank you guys so much again for your constant support and i will see you guys next week (laughs) 